The Veritas Radio Network is guaranteed the right to offend, annoy, agitate, shout, heresy, and entertain. You should start programming right now. Kind of like the cultural sewage served up on Bravo or CMT, only it's on 24 hours a day. Except Sundays. When the truth gets you angry and you throw your smartphone, remember, no one is forcing you to listen to the truth on the Veritas Radio Network. You can't handle the truth. You're doing that of your own free will. That's what makes this country great and any gay marriage pointless. That's offensive. So there isn't much you can do about it, Chowderhead. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Grab a book, take a vow, and conform your mind to reality. Otherwise, you're just another Judas-inspired Karl Marx wannabe, and your children will steal your credit card number to buy tickets to the Miley Cyrus Twerkers Ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. Are you ready? Let's get it on. On the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade. been waiting for. It's the day that Mike Pence is going to speak at the RNC. If you've been following the affairs of the Republican National Convention, and you know that we've been covering them at MikeChurch.com and VeritasRadioNetwork.com, today is a Wisdom Wednesday and we'll continue to do that, but boy howdy folks. I have a blockbuster revelation for you coming your way momentarily. It's the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. We are live on a Wednesday, 20 July 2016, Xing the question du jour. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, I'll tell you. Is this all Obama's fault? In order to ensure the security and continuing stability, the Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire! Thunder. 
Okay, telephone number if you'd like to be on the program today, call 844-527-8723, 844-5-CRUSADE. Email me directly, my email address, same as it ever was, kingdude, K-I-N-G-D-U-D-E, at mikechurch.com. Official website for all things moi online at mikechurch.com. Find the day's pile of prep, freshly minted, a brand new Veritas at Sapientia. That is, if you're a new listener, that is truth and wisdom. Find that uh, it is a quote from F.H. Buckley taken from this month's American Conservative magazine and a story uh, titled Trump versus the New Class. We're going to get into this here in the uh, opening segment of the program here because I think it's worthy of discussion here and helps to explain the phenomenon that is the, and I started to use this hashtag, the Trump Nation. And yes, we still have from the old station in the old country, we uh, still have, use, and love the Trumpzilla sound effect. Yes. Website, VeritasRadioNetwork.com and at MikeChurch.com. If you're not a Founders Past member, please consider becoming a Founders Past member. Folks, we're going to introduce a new uh, way of explaining to you the way uh, business works here on the Crusade Channel and the Veritas Radio Network. We are a listener-owned radio enterprise. Clear Channel is not coming to bail me out. And believe me, I'm just about in need of a bailout here. Uh, ABC Radio, Westwood One, Sirius XM, Clear Channel, they're not coming to bail us out. We're not affiliated with them. We are an entirely independent, 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week, 365-day-a-year radio station with live original programming, treated like any other radio station, with the difference being... Yes, we have some advertisers, and yes, we do fill some of our time up with advertising, but our main purpose here is to spread the truth. That's why we call it Veritas. And we know that less than one-fifth of you people that listen to this show and to this channel on any weekly basis, because we know the numbers, we get them from Google, uh, from Google Analytics, we, and from Shoutcast, we know that less than one-fifth of our listeners are paid Founders Past members. Now, folks, the month of June and the month of July have become um, uh, near nadir, end of the crusade channel points. That's how close, that's how dire our need to hit our targets, which we announced before this started, when I was whacked by Sirius XM and told you're too Catholic for satellite radio, get out, last November. Now, it's not just me. It's Mark, it's Suzanne, it's Kevin, it's uh, young Christopher, it's Maggie O'Connell, it is Greg Carpenter, it's Michael T. George, it is Kurt Wallace, it is Brother Andre Marie, it's David Simpson. We're a very large active broadcast group here. And if we cannot make the case to a substantial enough uh, uh, people, a, a, a substantial number, or I'll give you the number in just a moment here, then we're not going to be able to continue doing this as we do it. I mean, that's just the fact. Well, Mike, you shouldn't be taking your airtime. It's the only chance we have. It's the only chance we have to get the message out. So if you're not a Founders Pass member, and you're a Bernie Sanders listener, and you've been sitting out there absorbing and sending us emails and tweets about how great the truth is, but you're not willing to actually become part of the listener-owned radio enterprise, i got to ask you, why not? We are not the hated liberal media. We're the antidote. So I found a new way to put this. Let's try this. 
You're going to hear this once per hour, per day. Today is Wednesday, July the 16th. This is the 252nd broadcast day of the Crusade Channel. We currently have 2,593 Founders Past members, leaving us 407 members short of our 2016 goals with but 117 days to raise that number. If we do not meet these modest goals, we cannot continue delivering the Crusade Channel quality original programming to you. Please consider joining us today by signing up at veritasradionetwork.com forward slash join. Now, there's the pitch. Now let's get to the stories and the news of the day. By the way, way, today is a Wisdom Wednesday, and uh, we're going to have David Simpson will be here, the host of the True Money Show, will be my Wisdom Wednesday co-host, as he is every other Wednesday. We'll also be joined by other Wisdom Wednesday co-hosts, Jordan Bloom, who is live at the convention center, at the RNC Convention Center, and uh, he'll be phoning in to give us an update from the floor, and he has been out and about and meeting and hobnobbing with all the movers and shakers up there at the RNC. So that's all coming up on today's show. Folks, this piece uh, that, uh, that I mentioned, Trump and the, and the new class, there's some shocking statistics in this. I was sharing them with uh, Suzanne at the end of our uh, segment. I'll be getting to them in just a minute. First, I want to play this portion of Senator John Barrasso. After the gavel plunged down to open the evening session uh, on Monday night at the RNC, Barrasso got up there. He was the second speaker. Barrasso got up there and delivered. Now, I'm only going to play you about a minute and 15 seconds of uh, Barrasso's remarks. When you hear us talk about the American civil religion, folks, this is it. These people actually believe this. And you know why they believe it? Because like a matter of faith, And like a faith-based doctrine, like a Joel Osteen, God wants you to be happy and have a bigger house and a shinier new car. Hey, check it. Three shinier new cars. The American civil religion delivers a quality of an unearned quality of life to the parasites in the political class that they have not earned, but they treat as a gift from their God. Their God is the federal government. The government of the United States, its military power, its military might. I mean, just listen to them talk about it. They talk about the federal government and the United States government and our military like Jeremiah talked about the army of the Israelites. It sounds the same. They invoke the power of the American military like the Israelites and the Jews in the Old Testament invoked against the Israelites' enemies. They make it sound like the sword of Almighty God himself is our military. And we have the unmitigated gall and utter audacity to actually claim that we're some sort of shining beacon of liberty? Are you freaking kidding me? We're a bunch of heretics, apostates. And these people that continue to do this, folks, This can't continue forever. You're not going to have a class that is taking advantage. You have a class of about 20 million people, I'm guessing here, that's a rough estimate, that is basically suckling 
off the teat of the work of us, the rest of us. This will not last. It never does. Whether it's the Bolsheviks in Russia, whether it's the Castros in Cuba, whether it's whatever exalted class, whether it's the uh, uh, those that were running the Weimar Republic in Germany, it doesn't matter what it is. It never lasts. Whether it is the, uh, the king in his court, uh, the once holy court, uh, King Louis the Fourteenth uh, in uh, in France, whatever it is, this class of people is always upended, sometimes through violent revolution, sometimes through secessions, sometimes through uh, uh, complete and total changes in system or form of government, but it never lasts. We are right now in the throat. This explains the Trumpzilla phenomenon like nothing else can explain it because it is the real explanation. Your intellect, your instinct is telling you you're getting screwed. Your intellect and your instinct and your intelligence is telling you that your kids are going to get screwed. And your intellect and your instinct and your experience now, 50 years of experience in this two-party menagerie, says that what these people are doing and what they continue to do is not going to be good for you. You're stuck. I'm stuck. We're all stuck. We have no upward mobility. Very little chance of upward mobility. Why? Because it has the system has been rigged against us. It's as simple as that. I was saying at the end of the last uh, segment with Suzanne Sherman, the people that run the Heritage Foundation are not your friends. I know you think they're bitter church. It's a sacrilege. Please. They're conservative. Jim the man is a conservative. No, he, he may be. Whatever that means, conservative. What does it mean anymore? Fact of the matter is, is that as the size of the federal government grows, so does the size of the Heritage Foundation. For heaven's sake, they're sending pleas out, begging people for money so they can build a Heritage Foundation that is the size of an entire city freaking block. What do these people produce? Do they produce cars? Do they produce ammos? Do they produce televisions, radios? What do they produce? They produce government. That's what they produce. Hey, what does government feed on? What funds government? You, me, we fund it. They produce that parasite that suckles off your work and my work. Donald Trump comes in and says, Mike Church is correct. And uh, these other guys are correct. The trade deals that are made, they're not made for you or for me so that we can live and be the beacon of freedom and liberty and all that crap. They're made for multinational corporations that paid to have those deals made. That's the fact, Jack. And that's what Trump has tapped into. Anyone that does not see that and, 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 or refuses to see it, is, is, it cannot possibly fancy themselves knowledgeable about world historical events. We are, right now, uh, to put a fine point on it, I'll give you a couple of markers here. We are at about the time when the radical, uh, radical Freemason atheist of the French Revolution signed the tennis court oath in 1787. 
We are at about the stage where the Sons of Liberty in Massachusetts dump tea into the Boston Harbor. In other words, a major, major event is imminent. It, folks, it's imminent. If you've been following the stock market, those of you that like to read sites like uh, zerohedge.com, and I'm not telling you not to read them, go ahead, but there's a lot of hyperbole there. But if you've been following this, you have to know, and if you know anything about financial affairs, as a matter of fact, those of you that do know about financial affairs, you're free to call during this segment, 844-527-8723. know anything about financial affairs, you have to know that these price-to-earnings ratios are ridiculous, and they're not sustainable. You have to know that the laundering of money through the Federal Reserve is not sustainable. You have to know that depriving every citizen in the, in the entire United States uh, of, the, of the use or the attractiveness or the, uh, wait a minute, the prudence, one of those cardinal virtues, the prudence of a savings account. This is not sustainable. Nobody puts money in a savings account. Gee, I wonder how that happened. Oh, well, where do you have to put your money? Oh, gee, I wonder how that happened. You have to invest it with those crooks in New York City. New York City. Yep, New York City. Where the stock markets are. You have to go through them now. You can't go to local Yoko, Mr. Uh, um, What was the name of the guy? Oh, he didn't have a name in the song Penny Lane, did he? Christopher. Penny Lane, there is a banker with a... No, no he, is, <laughs> he just has a Mac. Yeah. MacBook. No, no, he doesn't have a MacBook. It was written in the 60s. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs of every head he's had the pleasure to know. But there's a banker in the song. My point is, you don't go to your local bank. You got a local bank in Mississippi? Yes, I do. We have Gulf South Bank here. As a matter of fact, we're switching from Chase Bank to Gulf South Bank because we want to do business with a local banker. Um, you don't go to a local bank now and say, I want to open two accounts, check any kind of savings account. They still have savings account. What would you put your money in there for? It's actually depreciating. Why? Because the system has been rigged by these criminals at the Federal Reserve. There is no interest rate paid. Why? Because the interest rate is set by the Fed. The Federal Reserve has never given the power to control interest rates. I'm just describing a part of the problem and a part of the scam. So me, middle class guy, like you, if we want to put our money somewhere where inflation won't rot it away, and that's part of the scam too, we have to give it to who? Those that will do business with Dodd-Frank. Those that will comply with Dodd-Frank. Those that will comply with Sarbanes-Oxley and all these other hell-forsaken 20,000 pages of regulations acts. Donald Trump Jr. said something last night at the RNC that I thought was repeatable. In his speech, and he said that Dodd-Frank was a scam. And that Dodd-Frank began as a 2,000-word behemoth of a piece of legislation and has now grown to 20,000 pages. Could you imagine stacking 20,000 pages has now grown to a 20,000-page Giza pyramid-sized regulatory monster that has basically put or is trying to put every small or regional bank in the entire United States out of business? And then Donald Trump Jr. actually gave the reason why. Why? Because the big banks want no competition. The big banks don't want to have to compete. The big bomb makers don't want to have to compete. The big agribusiness firms don't want to have to compete. So much easier to get Congress to just squash your competition. 
folks, that's what's at play. Now, I now what to prove that this is doctrinal and dogmatic, meaning that these people do this as a system of living. Living. There may be some Protestants. There may be some evangelicals. There may be some Catholics, allegedly Roman Catholics, inside this monstrous beast that we call the federal government. If they are Roman Catholics and they don't know what the term usury is and they don't know what usury is, my advice to you, for the sake of your soul, is to find out what usury is and find a way out how you can resign in protest and leave the employ of that monstrosity that sits on the banks of the Potomac River. Because you're probably committing some form of usury as you drive to work today. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Better church, please. You're running customers off. No, I'm telling the truth. Telling the truth. Here is Senator, 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 United States Senator John Barrasso giving you American writ and American scripture. Here you go. You ready? They were tough, intelligent, and they worked with great civility in common purpose to write a Republican platform that reaffirms the principles that unite us. What they achieved can be summarized simply. We believe the United States of America is unlike any other nation on earth. We believe America is exceptional because of our historic role, first as refuge, then as defender, and now as exemplar of liberty for the world to see. We affirm, as did the Declaration of Independence, oh, here it comes. that all are created equal. No, they're not. Endowed by their creator. No, they're not. With inalienable rights no, to not. life, no, liberty, not. and the pursuit of happiness. Hey, golf clap. Well, here comes the big one. We believe in the Constitution as our founding document and our enduring covenant. Hey! Hey! USA! 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 I'm going to stop right there. Enduring covenant? I talked about this last hour when I was filling in for Mark Kressel's uh, earlier today. There are two covenants that we should take note of as Christians. I use that in air finger quotation, quotation marks uh, because unfortunately today in the Western world, most people are just that, Christians, kinos, Christians in name only. Uh, and yes, I put myself in that position as well because I fall off the path all the time. Well, let me just uh, try to, uh, to define this for you of uh, the uh, of the uh, of the, this part of the covenant. There is a covenant that was made in the Old Testament, right? Covenant that was made between the Israelites and God. Moses was the guy that channeled it, wrote it down in the Ten Commandments. I'll make a covenant with you guys. You guys will be my chosen people. I will send you a Messiah. Meanwhile, do this. While you're waiting for the Messiah, do this. That's covenant one. Covenant two is given uh, during the, the public teaching ministry of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christum. And this is culminated with... Uh, when the fourth cup passes at the uh, during the crucifixion, when he says it is done, well, that's the end. Okay, the, the covenant has been set up. You know it, 
as this is my blood, which will be given shed for you and for many, not all, for many, so that sins may be forgiven. This is the, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. Now, the covenant that God makes with the Israelites is during their turmoil and their enslavement in Egypt. This is the, the first Passover. And this is when the, the Israelites are told, you'll take a, a lamb, the most spotless lamb that you can find, and you'll slaughter it and as a sacrifice to me. And then on the door of each one of you that, that does this, you're going to paint, paint some blood from that lamb to show that the, the angel of death is going to pass over. That's why it's called Passover. I, I don't want to get into this entire discussion because I'm not an expert on it. I know the nuts and bolts of it. I'm not well-read enough to get into a theological argument or debate over it, but I do know that there's an old covenant and a new covenant. But wait, no. I guess uh, apparently God didn't get the memo. That there's now three covenants. There's the old covenant, there's the new covenant that our Lord established. But wait a minute. Our Lord's meeting in that sacred meeting in that sacred prayer meeting in 1787 in Philadelphia apparently gave us the third covenant. Now, for you people that that have poo-pooed my explanation uh, the last uh, four years or so, my explanation that we live in a, 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 a society that has a civil religion that has replaced the actual religion. And now you have proof of it here. I'm just, and this is not the, the definitive proof. It's just another example. The Lincoln Memorial is a temple. It may as well be the freaking Acropolis. The Supreme Court building is a temple. It may as well be the Parthenon. The White House, the Capitol building in Mordor, that is a temple. It's one of the highest temples. It's the Pantheon. <laughs> it's a temple where all the, all the gods are. Is it any wonder that like in the Sistine Chapel, when you go into the rotunda, do you think that's an accident that the rotunda has those frescoes and paintings all around it and on it that show the apotheosis of George Washington and all that? We are capable of writing all this. And there are good Christian people that are Americans. There are. You know it, and I know it, and I'm not saying that there aren't. But ladies and gentlemen, we are the product of a 230-year-long effort to add, to rid North America of any residual Christian grace from Almighty God that was here. Why? Who gets to run the show if Christ and his Father and the Holy Spirit are run out of town? What does Don McLean say at the, at the end of American Pie? You think that was maybe just a bit prophetic? And the three men that I admire most, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they took the last train for the coast the day the music died. Maybe McLean, an Irishman, was singing about something else other than Buddy Holly. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. It's the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, Radio the Way It Should Be. Uh, website at veritasradionetwork.com and at mikechurch.com. I want to play this just one more time so you get the point. We'll start at the declaration clip. Senator John Barrasso, Monday night. 
We affirm, as did the Declaration of Independence, that all are created equal, endowed by their Creator with inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Golf clap for that one. Boy. We believe in the Constitution as our founding document and our enduring covenant. Now, note the term, we believe. What is the Latin word? Remember, English comes from Latin. What's the Latin word for believe? What is it? You people out there that are Catholics, you know this. What's the Latin word for believe? Credo. What do we get from credo? Creed. What's a creed? Well, there's the Apostles' Creed and there's the Nicene Creed. You just heard the Jefferson Creed. <laughs> you just heard the American Creed. We believe. He said we believe in. We believe in Constitution as our covenant. Mitter Church, he just being metaphorical. He doesn't mean, oh, yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. 844-527-8723. By the way, we have great flash sales today. Flash sale is something that we basically put an item from my store, the Mike Church Shows, Founders Trading Post, which also helps support all your purchases in the Trading Post, support the Crusade Channel, the Veritas Radio Network, lights being on, internet staying on. Boy, talk about a great flash sale today. How's this sound? We have these uh, these these shirts that we made, these T-shirts we made. I wore mine uh, on Sunday after Mass. Exit stage right. Hashtag exit stage right with little R Republican uh, R, right? Flash sale going on right now for the first 10 of you that get to MikeChurch.com forward slash shop. Get an exit stage right T-shirt. Five bucks. Five bucks for the first 10. What, do we have to come and deliver them to you? There's another flash sale. Buy a Life of George Washington, written by Washington Irving, book in the hardback, first U.S. printed edition, edited by yours truly, resurrected and rescued from from the grave, from the digital uh, ash bin of history. Uh, Life of Washington. Today, first five Washington books, free autograph of the editor. That's me. And we, do, and we do charge for that. And a free Life of Washington bookmark. It's an eight, it's a, a $15 value, first five books, MikeChurch.com forward slash shop. Under the style of Trump versus the new class, F.H. Buckley writes this. Listen to this. This, this is going to tie all this civil religion nonsense together. Now, here, now, ask yourself the question, is there a religion of Trump? You don't have to answer that now, but is there a religion of Trump? We'll pick up on that theme in a moment. The Falcon cannot hear the Falconer, wrote William Butler Yates. Political leaders, like the Falcon, were meant to obey their minders. Meant to obey their minders. But Yates... um, But Yates' Falcon had soared above them and loosed mere anarchy on the world. Today, Donald Trump's campaign soars above our conservative elites. By the way, folks, if you're paying attention at home, we are about to break the uh, all the listening records 
ever set on the Crusade Channel, provided that the shellcast server does not self-destruct like it does at moments like this. Call Granny, wake her, wake up Granny Spanker on the fan and tell her the good news that she should tune into this show here because we got lots of good stuff to do today. Donald Trump's campaign soars above our conservative elites who in their foundations, their little magazines, their think tanks, define what conservatives may do or say. Trump ignores them, they tell us, and disorder and chaos must follow. I wrote about this in yesterday's pile of prep and last night on my Facebook page at Mike Church Show fan page. And that's this. You people that are out there saying that Trump is no conservative. He is not a conservative. He's not one of us. And he is not going to have a conservative convention. I challenge you to find a more, quote, conservative convention. Mere anarchy is a fair description of the state of the Republican Party, writes F.H. Buckley, at least among those who purport to be its falconers. Mimicking the vulgarity they decry in Trump, they employ every vile epithet to describe him and his followers. That's right. Now, folks, this is very important for all of us to understand. Your buddies and my buddies in the Republican Party are not our buddies. They're in on it. They always have, and some of them may be sincere, and they may actually sincerely believe that they're doing the right thing, but they're not running the system. They're running in the system. What did our Lord tell us? Be in this world, not of this world. Unfortunately, many of our friends that work inside the belly of the beast are not only in, in many instances, they're of the beast. The two are not separable. But men of church, they had to make a living. You're not making a living. Making a living means that you're actually producing something and earning something. When you're making your living off of money that's borrowed from a child that hasn't even been born yet, you're not making a living. You're stealing from the next generation. That's why I said, if you are a Catholic and you listen to this show and you work as a contractor for or inside the federal government, you better look hard at what the old school definition and the catechism is on the term usury because there's a very good chance you may be participating in it. And it's a mortal sin. And it was outlawed throughout the entire history of Christendom until the Enlightenment freed the Enlightenment freed us from the shackles of monkish superstition, as Jefferson called it. Back to F.H. Buckley. And, eight, and by the way, our telephone line is wide open. I can assure you, if you call this show right now, you will not have to wait to get on the program. 844-5-CRUSADE is our telephone number. Um, just here to, uh, hang on, uh, just here to a report, by the way, that we have now bested the all-time listening record for the Crusade Channel on our 252nd day of operation. That number has now been eclipsed. National Review's Rich Lowry enthused that Carly Fiorina had cut his, wait a minute, quote, cut his balls off, close quote. For Lowry's colleague, Kevin Williamson, Trump is a, quote, witless ape, not just an ass, but an ass of exceptionally intense asininity, close quote. As for Trump's followers, George Will calls them, quote, invertebrates. Now, most of you are probably Trumpi- uh, Trumpistas. 
Professor DeRosa revealed yesterday, and I'm warming to the idea, that while he is not a Trump booster, as in I boost Donald Trump, he is a Trump movement booster because it provides maybe the last chance we have using the remnants of the constitutional order to actually solve and solve some some of the uh, deceit and the corruption that's gone on and to reverse the process. That's what the Trump campaign stands for. That's what the Trump movement stands for. It is the hoi polloi's outrage. It is your and my outrage. Finally, um, uh, uh, coalescing around and just happens to be a singular presidential candidate. This is why, folks, with great confidence, I can predict and continue to predict Trump beating Mrs. Clinton if he survives to Election Day, beating Mrs. and I mean that, beat, and I, that's not a threat from me. I just fear for the man's life, which is why every day I should hashtag out rosaries for Trump, not only for his safety but for his conversion. But this is why, folks, this is why I predict a 48-state to 2 landslide. The movement is real. It's not going away. Here's the even better, uh, worse part. The problems of the movement are real, as I'll demonstrate to you in just a moment here on the Mike Church Show, part of the on uh, the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. George Will calls Trump supporters invertebrates, while John Hood describes them as, quote, a motley crew of simpletons, bigots, and cynical manipulators, close quote. Isn't that great how those in the civil religion think of me and you? Don't ever forget these words of Senator Barrasso. We affirm, as did the Declaration of Independence, that all are created equal, endowed by their creator with inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Here it comes. We believe in the Constitution as our founding document and our enduring covenant. We're going to keep playing that all day to burn it and sear it in your mind. There is a civil religion. Those people worship at those temples. They treat it as a religion. They treat the Constitution. Constitution is not a covenant. Constitution is a compact. Big difference. Back to the story. In their hatred of Trump, these people, they have come to resemble the man they, uh, they despise. It's not hard to see a little, self-wounded, uh, a little self-wounded self-love in all this. The conservative elites thought they had ownership rights to the Republican Party, at least to its thinking component, and it's a psychic shock to be quite ignored. Trump boasts that he is a winner, but the party had settled into a comfortable second-class status, more concerned with the purity of its policies than with winning anything. In 2012, George Will said that if the Republicans lost that year's election, they should get out of the business. But that showed that he didn't understand the party of beautiful losers. Romney lost, but let's not forget that he had a very pretty 59-point plan. There is, I fancy, writes F.H. Buckley, one more thing that troubles our falconers. Worse still than Trump is the fact that so many Americans like him. Folks, this is what is really just devastating these people. You're choosing Donald Trump over Bill O'Reilly. 
over Sean Hannity, or as Debbie Schlussel calls him, Pawn Vanity. You're choosing Trump over America. You have one more chance, America, and that is to elect a God-sent man, Ted Cruz, over Glenn Beck. Oh, but don't worry. Beck's appearing. I got an email yesterday at the Red State Summit, whatever the Hades that is, in August. Because remember, Beck's in on this thing with the holy writ of the Constitution and probably treats it, no, he does treat it, as sacred scripture. Treats it as a new and everlasting covenant. Boy, what a blaspheme to our Lord, folks. We have the unmitigated gall and audacity to call ourselves Christians, real Christian nation. Are you kidding? 844-527-8723 is my telephone number. I would uh, love to hear from you out there about all this. Back to the story. Uh, There is, I fancy, writes F.H. Buckley, one more thing that troubles our Republican conservative falconers, as he termed them. Worse still than Trump is the fact that so many Americans like him ripping apart the imagined America of the elites, a preppy mid-Atlantic country south of Iceland and east of the New Yorker. Their America has no monster truck races, no hip-hop, no reality TV, no Donald Trump, and yet Trump is authentically American. He is Sam Slick and the clockmaker, Thomas Chandler Halliburton's fast-talking Yankee peddler, whom Halliburton's Canadian and British readers saw as the archetypal American. He is, like Johnny Cash and Muhammad Ali, a person who could only be American and whom Americans will recognize as one of their own. At some level, our elites must recognize this too and in their anger experience the rage of Caliban seeing his face in the mirror. Now, I was going to pause right here to add some commentary to this. I'm going to fast forward a couple of pages. What Buckley basically is identifying here is what we're seeing played out in the media coverage of the RNC. You might note, if you tune in over to the CNN channel on any given weekday morning, uh, and I don't advise that you should. As a matter of fact, don't watch any network news television. It will only screw you up more. Uh, But if you do want to watch some coverage of the convention and you watch the coverage on CNN this this week, you're not going to find one solitary person, not one, not one exalted, anointed, highly overpaid, alleged brigand of the industrial media complex that's going to tell you what I just told you or what F.H. Buckley is telling you. And they're certainly not going to tell you why it is they're so angry and why it is that they're all dressed up on television making all these hysterical claims about whoever it was that dared to speak last night at Donald Trump's reality TV show. And make no mistake, that's what it is. This is just... The Apprentice, longer, bigger, and uncut, to borrow a phrase from South Park. Did you see that I had to uh, uh, attribute bigger, longer, and uncut to some other, to the uh, the guys, uh, uh, Matt uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, who created the movie, the South Park movie? Because if I didn't, well, then some nitwit might accuse me, he's a plagiarist. He plagiarized the title of that movie. In any event, folks, The media industrial complex is livid. The political industrial complex is livid. They're mad at you. They are so mad at you. You think they were mad? Now, we got the first taste of this. How many of you are old enough to recall or were politically active on 15 April 2009? 
Raise your hands out there or give me a call. Here's my telephone number for the call-in line for the Crusade channel, 844-5-CRUSADE. How many of you remember April 9th or April the 15th, 2009? I remember it well. This was the so-called Tea Party Protest Day, right? This was Tax Day, 2009. I was right across from the White House in Lafayette Park uh, with about 500 people. It was pouring rain. It was freezing cold. Many of you went to your town halls. You went to meetings. Uh, you know, there were some famous uh, uh, confrontations between um, Su- uh, Susie, uh, Su- Suzanne Rosen of CNN and uh, some of the... Uh, a tea partyers that showed up at the Chicago rally. You remember all this stuff, but remember, you were called. We were called tea baggers. We were insulted. We were maligned. These idiots are out in the street. They're only there because Obama is black. They're only there because of this. Well, they were there, and there may have been some that were there because Obama was black. Let's not kid ourselves. However, most of us were there because remember what had just transpired. Well, they're gonna get a bailout, Auntie. That had just transpired. Wall Street had just been bailed out to the tune of $3 trillion. You remember this? We also remember that the Obama administration, in, in cahoots with the Congress, then run by Nancy Pelosi, had just passed a $964 billion porculus succubus um, uh, stimulus act. Remember that? Remember? Remember? Do you remember how outraged we all were? You remember that, uh, that General Motors was bailed out after citizen after citizen begged their members of Congress to not vote for it. It took Republican votes for that to pass, by the way. Remember that the shareholders of Chrysler were told to go pound sand, though. You weren't chosen. General Motors was. All of this stuff was going on at that time. People had a right. The Parasitian monks were lording their power over the peasantry, over the police, the citizenry, the the populo de urbe, a little Latin, citizens of the cities. That's what they were, or the chivis de urbe, citizens of the city. That's what they were doing. You know, it kind of died down with the election of our saviors, the Republicans, in 2010. Well, what happened? Was any of it repit, repaired? No. Is the $222 trillion unfunded liability, has it been addressed? No. Are we still bringing our boys back from places we can't point to on a map in body bags? Yes. Are we still bombing brown people in the third country without any declared war? Yes. Are we participating in warlike actions in countries where we're not having, where there is no declaration of war? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Are we still assassinating people like Muammar Gaddafi? Yes. All this has taken place. Candidate Trump, in most of these instances, says he won't do this. He thinks most of these things are non-productive and stupid. He doesn't even get into the holy writ that is the Constitution. This is what is driving the Trump candidacy. Because he doesn't talk the language of Washington. He doesn't talk the language of policy wonks. Instead, he talks the language of Americans. Did you see the avocado lady, uh, the avocado grower, uh, Kimberlyn uh, something or other, a former actress that gave one of the, uh, the, uh, the better presentations last night? Did you see that? That was real. Did you see Donald Trump Jr. saying that he'd actually ridden a Caterpillar uh, um, a truck? 
uh, a piece of uh, uh, construction equipment got the make and model number correct for what it does. You know why? Because he actually had done it. He actually had done it. To sum up, folks, this is a revolt. It is a revolt that is largely peaceful right now. In other words, as Professor DeRosa said, this may be the last opportunity we, lower peasantries, middle class, and we're stuck in the middle class, I'll show that to you in a minute, this may be the last chance that we have to actually right this ship using the constitutional tools that were left to us. Maybe the last chance, folks. And that's what's driving the hoi polloi. That's what's driving the patricians and our exalted elite parasitian monks crazy. By the way, I should probably explain this. What is parasitian? Well, I just took the term parasite and then made it plural and then applied it to the class of teat sucklers in Washington in a hundred miles square around it. Thus, you get parasitian monks. As a matter of fact, at today's pile of prep, there's a graphic of the parasitian monks. 844-527-8723, our telephone number. We haven't even got to the best part. Back to F.H. Buckley. Da, 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 da. Uh, okay, I want to pick up from here. He talks about Romney's 59-point uh, plan from 2012, if you remember it. And he says this. While I've not read it, I believe that Mitt Romney's 59-point plan was every bit as good as Ted Cruz has come up with. I wouldn't fault the... Um, I wouldn't fault the 2012 nominee for having left anything out, for failing to come up with a 60 or 61 point plan. Uh, the, there are 47% of the people who will vote for Obama no matter what. All right. There are 47% of people who are with him, who are dependent upon government. Okay, so what? who believe that they are victims, who believe the government has a responsibility to care for them, etc., etc. What does that mean? All right, why don't we try to put a point on that? And F.H. Buckley does. In the last few decades, the average income of the, uh, the, average income of the top 1% has gone up by more than 250%. 250% to $1.2 million per year. And yet, over the last decade, the incomes of most Americans have actually fallen by about 6%. Some billionaires have a tax rate as low as 1%. 1%. That is the height of fairness. It is wrong. Tell you what, I'm going to pause right here because uh, I have a lot to get to, and I can't get to it in a short segment. So let's take a time out. Folks, let me reapprise you of our situation here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network today. is If you like what you're hearing, don't be a Bernie Sanders non-paying socialist listener. Join us, or there won't be anything left to join very soon. And I mean that. Mark the date, August 11th, date certain. Today is Wednesday, July the 16th. This is the 252nd broadcast day of the Crusade Channel. We currently have 2,593 Founders Past members leaving us 
407 paid members short of our 2016 goals, with but 117 days to go. If we do not meet these modest goals, we cannot continue delivering the Crusade Channel quality original programming to you. Please consider joining us today by signing up at VeritasRadioNetwork.com forward slash join. It's Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be.